Hey guys, tonight I am talking to my friend Nicole and we talk all about self-care and a lot of mental health topics, how anxiety and depression shows up for us and our journeys with going to therapy. It's a really good episode um, about a topic that I'm very passionate about and I think definitely needs to be talked about and shared more publicly, more openly. So I hope that you really enjoy the episode. Hi guys, I'm talking to Nicole tonight and we are going to talk about self-care and self-love and we met just really recently. Like when did we start up that group chat on Instagram? Has it been like maybe four months? Yeah, that sounds right. March, was it like March? Maybe. March, April. Springtime sounds right. Maybe first of March. Yeah, so it's been real short, but I just um, was immediately drawn to how, like, cheery and positive you are, and so I'm so glad that you were in it so that we could connect on there. Yes. Instagram's just bringing people together. I know. I've noticed that lately. I love it. Yes. So, my um, self-care, I guess, self-love journey actually really stems from Instagram, um, cause I went a long time when I started gaining the majority of my weight in the last, I mean, I guess I gained weight over the last 10 years, but more so in the last, like, after I got married, I think I just went through a little bit of time where I didn't like any pictures of myself and I didn't want my picture taken. Um, and then when I decided to take my Instagram seriously, which is kind of a funny thing to say, um, it just kind of like sparked a love in myself uh, for myself Mm -hmm. seeing like positive reactions to pictures from people who didn't know me Mm -hmm. um and so that was a huge part of getting over that barrier but I think the deeper like self-work I needed to do to love myself was going to therapy Mm -hmm. so I started therapy in December 2017 so I've been going just over a year, um, and I was going every week. Um, just recently, like <clears throat> this month, actually, my therapist moved to a new location, so I'm going to start seeing her every other week um, because her rates went up a little bit, which is mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> but um, So I'm just a huge advocate, huge, huge advocate of therapy, and I think everyone should be in therapy. I think it's great. Yeah. I think that it's... Uh, I think maybe some people are scared of it. Maybe they don't want to hear what the therapist is going to say. But it's just, for me, it's that constant, um, co- like, I like I know on Monday I'm going to be able to talk, talk it out, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I always say, like, my therapist and my husband know everything about them. <laughs> they know everything. <laughs> and so I always know that, like, I have, like, on Monday I can go to therapy and just, just let it all out. Yeah. It's that, like person who's removed from your life doesn't have a stake in anything doesn't know anyone doesn't have it doesn't affect them what you decide so it's just nice having that removed person who you can just tell just like a word vomit to yeah so I really uh have benefited from that a lot Mm. so what about you let's see I think so actually I was struggling, well, still struggling with anxiety, but depression mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Um, and that stemmed really since I was a child, um, 
high school was the worst. And I told my mom this probably about four years ago, but ninth through the 12th grade or really, really 10th through the 12th grade, I would eat in the library by myself and eat my lunch because mm -hmm. I was, I've always been a fat girl or chubby. I don't like the word fat. I say chubby <laughs> or curvy. And, mm -hmm. and so there was a point where like football players were like calling me chicken nugget, like the McDonald's <gasps> chicken nuggets. What? And so and to avoid all of that, that's why I went to the library and just ate by myself. Oh my um, or I was in the choral program and like the little mm -hmm. show choir thing. And so I would ask my choral instructor, like if she needed me to do something like in the office during lunchtime. And mm -hmm. so if she had something for me to do there, I would be in there. If not, I would be in the library. But past forward that, I went to a junior community college, and I thrived there. And then I came to college here, um, out of not out of state, but out of the city. But And I thrived there. It was just the public school time. And so a lot of that has stemmed from that. Um, and just accepting my body, I guess, and just... Mm -hmm loving but and that it still really didn't get there until probably about four years ago when I was like okay I really need to see somebody because these thoughts are like coming in my head back in my head um I didn't like to be around other people like large crowds or anything like that and so I took advantage of our the job that I'm at we have the EAP program and so I reached out and called and I made an appointment with a therapist and started talking to her every week well then she moved and so i had to oh, no. a therapist and that is the worst feeling ever because you have to yes. start all over when finding a new therapist yeah um, so i did that and, and it was fine um i just got better at like accepting myself and and knowing that i'm normal and that i am loved and i am yes. the the beauty comes from within and it's not just yeah. the outer appearance um, no matter what shape or size I am yeah. um, and that people are going to think what they think and you can't change that. So you just have to move on, but definitely therapy has helped. Mm -hmm. um, and then we then switched our, our job switched to a new EAP. So I had to find another therapist. Oh my goodness. <sighs> so and what a journey. <laughs> I know I went two years no, probably about a year and a half without one because I was just so nervous to right. start that whole process over again. Yeah. So I just got a new therapist this year. And so <laughs> that was like the first thing I talked about when I met with her this year was like, I waited way too long. I tried oh, to do it yeah. on my own and I can't. Um, I do have a support group of friends that I know I can go and talk to, but I really didn't word vomit, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> them, it's so much better with a therapist. and Right. Some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth is it seems silly to me, but like they get it and they understand right. it. Help me work through it. Mm -hmm. um, but I can definitely say in the past maybe eight months when I really got serious with Instagram too, because um, you know you have people that say, "Oh, you should post that." You know that's really cute, and I'm like, "No, I'm not going to put myself out there." You know, because I'm yeah. still thinking about like those negative comments that I've heard when I was younger, um, and mm -hmm. so. But it has really helped. And then with Instagram connecting me with other ladies, you know, 
has been tremendous. Like I've met so many good friends. Um, I feel like on Instagram um, yes. and just getting inspiration from everybody, like getting different perspectives, um, seeing different people's posts and like seeing where like they live, where they go to hang out, like the outfits and everything. And so it's just amazing. And so yeah, that and just, so I'm finally get on a track where it's like, I look at my myself in the mirror and be like, I love me. Yes. Um, and it took a long time to get there. Let me tell yeah. you. It, and it's still a everyday battle. Um, mm -hmm. But I can say that I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, I think you are beautiful on the outside oh, for what it's thank worth. You. But I definitely agree. Instagram, um, like I talked about in the episode I just did about being plus size that I did with mm -hmm. Mally and Jen, like, um, following people who look like me has also yeah. been a huge difference because if you're um, on Instagram and you're following girls who look like Barbie dolls, right? you don't look like that. That's not realistic. So I right. think you have to, I mean, you can follow pretty, you know, the society standard of pretty people. Um, but I think if you want to, but for me following pretty people who look like me, I think we're all pretty um <laughs> has helped a lot too because then it's like uh it was just kind of life-changing as kind of silly as it sounds to see chubby girls posting in their swimsuits right or and shorts. so yeah <laughs> yes we talked about this in our group yes. so yeah when I um saw a girl post in her swimsuit and then I did it in my stories it was like a huge thing for me Mm -hmm. to say to do it and I even said that before I posted it the picture and I just did it in my stories because I'm like then it'll disappear um in 24 but, hours 24 yeah <laughs> but then I got like so many messages from people who were just like oh you look be you know saying nice things and being supportive and then the second time I went to try on swimsuits it was more like oh that swimsuit's cute or did you buy that you know what I mean like it yeah just normal replies you would get trying on clothes or something like that. Yeah. So that's been a huge thing. I think just seeing um, the community of plus size people and just seeing, you know, just living their lives like anyone else right. is a huge thing for well, me. One day I'll get to swimsuits. I'm working my way slowly through wearing shorts. So it took up, it took a me a minute. That's right. I started taking, doing my Instagram more seriously and like, okay summer or fall 2017 I think uh -huh. so it's been a while but I did post on my insta stories today a little bit ago about people's self-care tips or things they do for themselves I so that, like darn it I should have done that too leading up no, to I thought of it late <laughs> so I've only had a couple responses because it's only been a couple hours but one of them was um take walks jam out to your favorite playlist do your nails or feet or talk to your mom Another one said daily devotions and time with Jesus. And then the other one said going for walks, mani-pedis, massage, facials, and reading. Those are all pretty good. Do yeah. you have something um, that you kind of go to when you're like are in that moment where you're like, I need some self-love time? Well, one thing, I cannot come home and not have like have no candles. I have to have a candle lit. I don't know. They just oh down so right now I have my candle lit Bath and Body Works um, another thing I don't know walking and exercising doesn't mm -hmm. help me I tried <laughs> that it doesn't help um, 
I, I can't mean, say I can, that can feel like torture sometimes exercise. Yeah. I can it's say like going to the park maybe mm-hmm. and does help. Like just sitting somewhere quiet as long as I can get away from like the noise. Um and yeah. not sitting and not sitting actually in my apartment because I've had a lot of dark times like in my apartment. So I'm not gonna sit there when mm-hmm. I need to be reminded where I'm going and like in my self care, my self love. Yeah. Um, journaling, I love doing. I love oh. writing lists down. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I started this year was doing monthly tiny victories. I think I've posted about that. But, and so, like, if I'm having, like, a bad day, I'll go back to either the current month or the previous month and look at all the little tiny victories. I've, and it could be, I woke up today and I got to work five minutes early. You know, it could be something like yeah. that. But, and some of them are really silly, and so they make me smile, and so I can you know, that kind of helps too. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. Those are good. I know when I started going to therapy, I was going every Monday. I still go every, or on Mondays, but um, uh-huh. I was going in the afternoon. So by the time I was done, it was like dinner time. Uh-huh. And my husband uh, works nights, so he's always asleep uh, uh-huh. when I get out of therapy. So I just started taking myself to dinner every week. And I would just sit in my car and listen to my favorite podcast and just uh-huh. like have that like alone time because I knew when I got home my dogs were all gonna want fed like I was gonna have to do stuff but I wanted to relax so to kind of keep that like therapy like zen (laughs) feeling I would just like go somewhere get some food sit in my car like in a parking lot and just like listen to my podcast and just eat and it's kind of like my self-love date my like weekly date with myself so I just grew to love it and so it kind of like extended my therapy, you know, like I'd, have, I'd be like, oh, I know I have therapy for an hour and then I get to have my date. So it's like those like two hours of like me time. Like yeah. you just grow to like get look forward to it. And like, you know, you have that to count on and you know, you have that time to relax and right. to worry about other stuff or getting anything done. I think that's helped me a lot, too. Um. I did eat breakfast in my car one Saturday morning about two Saturdays ago because it was too mm-hmm. I wanted to get like a private corner and like kind of oh yeah corner, but it was like super jammed so I just got my breakfast to go and I sat in my car mm-hmm. and I listened to an audiobook and it was very I yeah. enjoyed myself yeah I should have just drove to I should just drove out of the parking lot and went to like a more prettier scenery yeah. instead of just the parking <laughs> the parking lot because where I was parked because I was still parked in the midst of cars I should have kind of went out of the parking lot a little bit but I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, I may need to start doing this more often. I didn't think about an audiobook. I should do that. Man, yeah. then I might never leave. I just can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, dog. May just stay in your car. Be home later. <laughs> uh huh. But I, yeah, I just really have, just love my, my like self love date is what I call it. And I just really yeah, love yeah. it. I need to start doing that. See, I go to my therapies in the evening afterward, so mm-hmm. the day is almost over when I'm when I'm done. Yeah, that's so yeah. Go, now I'm going. In the day. Yeah, now I'm going in the morning because she's in on the Kansas side, so like because uh-huh. of traffic and stuff. I'm like I'm a go when there's no traffic <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to deal. That was, I'm I told her I'm like I'd have to come right back in here because I'd be so stressed. Yes. Oh my gosh. Traffic is the worst. And it gives me, it puts me in the worst mood. <laughs> so I found, I wanted to put this out there too, for people who might be looking for a therapist. 
Um, I'm not sure where you found yours, but I found mine on this website called psychologytoday.com. So you can see their picture, which kind of helped me because then it's like you see who you're going to be talking to. Yeah. Um, You can see where they went to school, what kind of therapy they practice. Um, If they take insurance, it says that. It says what insurance they take. If they do like a sliding scale as far as pay is concerned, you can search by your zip code. Um, So really kind of everything you would want to know, like the basics it has on the website. Yeah. And so I've told so many people, so I wanted to say it here too, like go to that website because it's yeah. helpful. And Have it's you seen just... the app where you can like text a therapist and you mm-hmm. can even do video chats too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. I actually had downloaded it, but my anxiety got to me and I just didn't <laughs> go through oh, with it, like sign up for that account. Yeah. <laughs> For me, like, um, my anxiety is, like, I don't know. It's not always social, but it seems to show up around social things, Uh you know. Or um, I'll have, like, uh, I call them dark days, which I know everyone has dark days. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, like, most recently I had one last month sometime. Uh And... Scott had, my husband had been working a bunch. Sometimes he has to work this schedule where it's called 13 ones. So he does 13 days on. Oh, and wow. Then off. Um, yeah. And so when he does that, um, I don't get to see him as much if he's having to work extra hours and stuff. And so that adds to my stress. And then I yeah. had board, I, we do boarding dogs um, at our house. And we had one that was like trying to eat our kittens. And it was just like. I remember you saying something about that. Yes. It was just like. That was awesome. F- it was horrible. It was like all these things on one climbed onto each other. Yeah. And I just like was sitting at my house just like bawling. Like sometimes crying is the only therapy you can do at the moment. Yes. Crying and taking a nap. I yes. think cures all. Like True. cry really hard and then go take a nap and then it's like mm-hmm. you wake up and you're better. Or like taking a shower depending on what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so now it's also therapy, I think, has also helped me um, be more self-aware. Mm-hmm. And so I'm more, like, aware of my feelings and kind of how they present. And so I can kind of try and get a little bit ahead of things. Right. Like, those you know triggers, what I mean? like recognizing your triggers. Yeah. And so that has helped me a lot. Um, also learning the Enneagram, which I've talked about a little bit on Instagram. Um, you are? Yes, that makes sense. I can see that. I'm a four. <laughs> And so already super emotional, <laughs> but that's helped me like, um, just put words to my feelings, I think, mm-hmm. and kind of put words to where I'm at and where I come from and all of that. So it's just been like an entire like year, I feel like of just like mm-hmm. more and more self-discovery and self, and that's just leads to self-love. I think the more you yeah. get to yourself, the more you're like, all right, I'm awesome. Right. I totally agree. Um, one thing my therapist suggested that I do, because I tend to, with my anxiety, I tend to, like, rethink about conversations I have during the day with people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, should I really say that? Or I didn't mean to say that. Like, oh, they yeah. take it yeah. that way. Or, like, I just tend to, like, worry about things where it puts me in a place where I cannot make really easy decisions because I'm always thinking, okay, if I choose this, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she suggested that every day, 
block off 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. And she said, just worry about all of that stuff. Set a timer. And then when that timer goes off, you cannot think about all the stuff that you're worrying about for the rest of yeah. the day. Um, and so I started doing that at night, just like right before I go to bed so that it, because sometimes the anxious thoughts and all that will mm -hmm. prevent me from sleeping all night. Yes. And so in the past week, I've tried that and it, it's really helped. That's good. Timer. And once that timer goes off, I shut it off. Every time I mm -hmm. try to go back to it, I just push it back or I'll do something fun. Like watch. I love follow. I cannot think of this guy's name right now on Instagram. He does all these like funny videos. It's like I'll go on his page and just watch little clips. And then I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like that idea that she, that she gave because it's been helping so far. It's only been a week, but we'll see. That is a good but, idea. And especially to do, I think you had a good idea to do it at night because that's, it seems to be like that's when everything, yeah. you know, you're laying down and you're like recapping the day or right. what to do tomorrow. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. I just try and like, um, uh, I, like I said, my therapist and Scott know everything. Uh. So I just like tell him everything. Whereas like, yeah. it's not like I didn't tell him things before. Uh -huh. It was just like, I just didn't think to share the thought or think to share yeah. the thought. Um, and now it's just like, word about it. He just knows. And you should so, get a t-shirt that says, my therapist and my husband know everything. <laughs> <laughs> they, know every, they know everything. If you want to know, you got to ask them. But yes. um, I think kind of like talking, just telling him where I'm at and kind of. And it just makes us closer to, I think. Cause then he's yeah, not, that's good. Not having to wonder what I'm thinking because I'm going to just tell him. Right. <laughs> and if he, knows so. what, if, if he knows what you're thinking, he can better react to certain right. things. Or he may say, oh, I'm going to do something special, extra special for her, you know, yeah. because she's feeling this way. So that's really good to have someone to, like, talk to like that. Yeah. And so I think with my, like, with my therapist, one time Scott and I had had a, a little argument and I was telling her about it. And telling her how what he said, and she, and you know, your therapist, like I said, is a remove a third party, you know, like remove right. of everything. And so she was able to be like, well, when you say this, you're not telling him this, but this is how he's taking it. But yeah. what you're really doing is just telling him how you're feeling, and you just need to approach it differently. And when I like came home, uh, and he woke up that night, I was like sitting in the bed, like ready. To <laughs> I'm like. Today therapy, and so I was like, when I told you this, this, and this, I wasn't saying you were a horrible person. Like I'm telling you how I'm feeling, and I would never call you that. I would never think that of you. And he just like patted my leg and was like, "Therapy's good." <laughs> like, did he even open? Did he open his eyes? I don't even know. Probably not. <laughs> But it's just like he knows too. Like, so, yeah. like when I told him I was gonna go to every other week, and he's like, you know, I'm like, I can always go more if I need it, because there'll be sometimes when I'm like super stressed out from you know whatever work or something, and he'll just be like, you need to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I it's it's Wednesday, we'll get there or whatever. Yeah, we'll get there. So it's just kind of like he knows and he gets it and he supports it and he, I mean, he's been there. The whole time we've been together. It'll be nine years in November. We've been married wow. six years in September. So 
he's seen it all. I mean, he's yeah. been there since before I did therapy to now. So, I mean, he definitely gets it. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a huge um, part of therapy, I think, is having the people close to you mm-hmm. get it and understand it and be supportive of it. So yeah. that helps, too. But a therapist, I mean, they're, they really are good. And I don't know. I made a post about this, but I don't know why it took me so long to, like, say I needed help and, like, I needed mm-hmm. someone to talk to because it is the best thing. Um, I hate that I took that long year and a half break, but, I mean, I had two therapists prior. and Yeah. The thought of getting a whole new one and just, like, explaining the whole story over again. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I also think I'm at a, a better place now if that happens again. Um, but at that time, I was very fragile. And I was like, I do not want to do this over again. Yeah, but, um, that's understandable. And then especially, like, I grew up in the church. And so, you know, people would make comments like, well, why don't you just pray? Have you prayed about it? Like, you shouldn't be feeling that way. And you don't need to go yep. see a therapist. We don't believe yep. in therapists. And I'm like, no, I need to go. <laughs> like, yeah. I've done all those things and I still feel this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just been the best thing. Um, and then like my mom, like she all for it. Like my parents are very supportive about it. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. So I just want to know for those that are like saying, oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to spill out my secrets and all that. <laughs> just do it and you'll be so yes. And then treat yourself to something afterwards. <laughs> like, like that's right. Dinner. Take yourself mm-hmm. dinner, so treat yourself. Something. Yeah, for me, it's either like chocolate cake or sweet tea. Then I'm mm. there. You go. As I was eating my birthday. <laughs> well, you brought up a good point. I was raised in the church as well. Um, I don't go anymore, but I went three times a week for twenty years. Um, and I think that that is a a, a common thought yeah. when you're really in the church is just pray about it or just do that. You went. It might, I mean, it could be different now. I'm sure it is at different churches. Um, mm. But mental illness wasn't really something right. that really anybody talked about when I, when I was growing up. Right. Um, I'm sure there. Right. I'm sure there are churches who talk about it now. But yeah, it was never a, a thing. I think social media has a large part to do with that, though. Yes. People are just sharing everything now. Right. Um, but I mean, like, I would go and, like, talk to the my like youth pastor about stupid things like boys uh-huh. I liked and stuff when I <laughs> was in high school and thought that was like the end of the world you know but never like I I don't know it's a, it's different talking to the therapist because they like I said multiple times now that they, they don't know you they don't right. know anyone you're talking about and I think also if you're in the church then I feel like they're they're just going to tell you pray about it or or the biblical response and that's fine but I think also you need to learn yourself and if you need someone to help you do that then there's nothing wrong with that and I think that if you believe in that then you can believe that Jesus can use your therapist or can use that person in your life so I don't think there's anything wrong I don't think anyone should see anything wrong with it from the church's perspective yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a good point, too. I, I think, think I've really just seen it in the churches, like, promoting, like, the mental health thing probably in the past year or two. So it's really yeah, just yeah. now that, that they're catching on mm-hmm. um, to it. And so right, you've got to find, like, your community or 
if you're scared yeah. to go to a therapist right off, find like a trusted friend mm-hmm. or or a parent or um, someone to kind of, because holding all that stuff in is dangerous. Right. You never know when you're going to, I guess, snap or something like that, or if it's just too much. Um, but definitely finding your community, like finding your group of friends. And it's, it could be just that one friend, like I said, just one friend to like kind of talk to um, before you go see a therapist. Yeah. And I think therapy is also, your therapist is also really good at um, telling you what's right in front of your face. Yeah. That you don't even see because you're you and you're living your life you've lived your life this way for however many years and so your therapist can be like well you're feeling this way because of this or your anxiety presents like this and like you're just like oh yeah like of course that makes like that yeah I've been living my life this whole time when did I think of that (laughs) right like um with my therapist saying well you know Scott's taking it this way but you're not saying that it's like well I should I should have thought to say that the first right. time. So it's just, um, yeah, it just kind of opens your eyes to things that you hadn't thought of before. Yeah, they kind of bring out the best in you. Yeah. They help, they help you to see your your real self. And a lot of things that my therapist says is, it's okay to feel not okay. Like, you're, yes. your feelings, you, it's okay. Um, the next step is, figuring out why you feel that way and, and handling and, you know, taking those action steps towards feeling better. Yeah. My therapist has a lot of, well, that's normal to feel that way. Like yeah. Yeah, people are going to feel that way in that situation. Like right. that's not, it's kind of like yourself. You feel like you're not just floating out here in like crazy land. <laughs> just yeah. like having then, all these range of emotions. Yeah, and then, like, today, I told her, I woke up, and I was like, okay, today's going to be a great day. I'm going to be so productive, but I just, my anxiety is up today. Like, I'm just anxious, and I told her, I don't even know why I'm anxious about anything, Mm -hmm. and then I told her that now I get upset with myself because I didn't have a good day, and my anxiety is up, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way, and she was like, you have to let go that every day is going to be perfect. You've got to leave room days like this when you're going to have a day and you know what she said you just got to breathe and just say I'm going to get through today and you're going to get and she's like you're going to get through it but you can't go in with the expectation like every day is going to be perfect I'm going to get to work on time I'm going to knock off everything off my to-do list my house is going to be clean she's like your expectations are way too high you just need to bring it down and just realize that you may have have days like that and that's okay Mm-hmm. Um, and you just try again tomorrow. That's all you have. You have to take it one day at a time. And so that helped. Um, because I was just like, I wish I could have seen her earlier this morning instead of later. <laughs> but <laughs> but I have yeah. days like this, but it won't be like that tomorrow because it, mm-hmm. it just comes in spurts. So I do know tomorrow will be a better day. Yeah. And I think that's an important thing to say, too, is that not just because you go to therapy doesn't mean every day of your life is going to be perfect, but it is going to be easier to cope with whatever life throws at you. So I, like I said, I had a dark day a couple months ago. Like I still have dark days, Mm -hmm. not nearly as prevalent near, not nearly. Like for me, it presents like, um, I'll cry a lot or I'll just like want to sleep. I'll yes. have lack of motivation. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit 
and then I feel bad for just sitting and not doing anything. And yeah. it's just kind of like a dark feel. Like, you just feel bad. I mean, that's how depression kind of shows up. Yeah. It's um, like the cloud is, like, yes. literally hanging right over you. And it's like I, a heavy. Yeah. I yeah. I curtains closed. Because I told her that sometimes on Saturdays, I really like to just stay at home on the couch and I sleep a lot and watch Lifetime a lot. <laughs> and she's like, you need to get out. And I was like, well, I, I do go hang out with my family, um, like my cousins and stuff on Sunday afternoons. And she was like, you really need to call a friend and just go hang out with a friend, maybe go grab coffee. Because um, sometimes I feel like I just don't want to be around anyone. But she was like, you need to, yeah. that you need to just call up an old friend, like, hey, let's go get coffee. Um and not just stick to what you know, if that makes sense. Because I always, yeah. like, I'll go hang with my family on Sunday afternoons, but I really don't want to do anything else besides that. Put much yeah. effort into anything else. <laughs> mine like, is... I need to get away from that. Yeah. Mine was, like, um, sometimes I'll go... Because I work from home, so I'm uh-huh. home all the time. Um, so I'll just go, like, so long, or I used to go so long without seeing anybody. And then I would mm-hmm. just, like, get in a where I'm like I want to see everybody so I'd like book all these things like in the same week or whatever (laughs) so I'd like go do all these things and she's like maybe you should see some see a friend like once a week like (laughs) you don't like do it like that and so I uh ended up going to my sister-in-law's bachelorette party and she was the only person I knew there I didn't know any Uh of the other girls and that's something I would have never done ever a couple years ago go somewhere with a bunch of girls I didn't know when I only knew one you know what I mean they're all friends with her that's how I am now and it was like no let me tell you I have made like best friends with these girls like I love them I started going they do a girls night every week and now I go out Uh with them every single week that's awesome and it's like and all of my friends aside from them have been have moved away or have had uh, kids and like they don't have kids yet but they're around my age and right. so it was like exactly what i needed they're exactly what i wanted to find and i would have never known right. if i didn't go to that bachelorette party you uh, girl. well it's just one <laughs> one thing <laughs> but it's made like a huge difference like a huge difference and i never would have done that before yeah. I like kind of got to this spot of like kind of feeling like I deserve what I want yeah feeling like uh I I also kind of, I think this is another part of I think we talked about this in our chat before this <laughs> but is um having friendships that are healthy is yes. a huge part of self-care and having uh removing toxic people from your life huge huge difference so uh I had a friendship that I ended I guess in the a a little over a year ago um and completely changed my life like I uh I don't know if they listen to this I don't know what (laughs) I should say but uh but but you I mean people people might know but I just uh, just somebody who's was very controlling and manipulative, and so it's kind of like once you <clears throat> decide that you're worth it and you kind of have this love for yourself, you're not going to put up with people treating you bad anymore. Right. And so that makes that's like I remember when I was like 
<laughs> ending that, like, just the weight that was lifted. And you, like, don't realize maybe how much time you're giving to something. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you're just, you're just worth, you're worth it. And so yeah. therapy has helped me come to that. I mean, it's just kind of a conglomerate of, it all, of good timing of therapy and Instagram and, like, yeah. The Enneagram and everything just, like, helping me. Yeah, especially with the... You have to... Therapy helps, too, with recognizing that. Because for me, I was the type... I I mean, I work full-time, but then I was trying to check on all of my friends. Like, I'm always the one, like, initiating the texts or the the outings. But then I wasn't getting that same back. And so I would find myself doing all of this but then like my cup was getting empty and nobody right. was feeling into that cup and so then that would send me into one to stay at home all day right you know, with the covers over my head um and so and then I had to take a step back and this really just happened like in the fall of last year where I was like you know what I can't do it anymore I can't worry about everybody I can't check in on everybody I still love all my friends but <laughs> there are some people that I keep initiating and I get nothing back, I'm just going to stop. Now, if I think about them yeah. or something reminds me of them, I'll send a text and say, hey, just thought about you. Hope that all is well. But right. I can no longer give all of my energy to that anymore because I, I, I've got to protect my space because I'm at a yeah. good place right now. I want to keep it that way. But I've got to get all the negative out and I've got to make sure that I'm happy so that I can be my best self to my friends, you know, and to my job. Um, yeah, and that and that won't happen if I keep giving, 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 and not getting poured back into and taking care of myself. So, yeah, and it can be hard uh, ending a friendship or ending whatever type of toxic. I mean, some people have toxic family members in their lives, so yeah, um, it's hard, but it's it's worth it. I think yeah. for your own mental health and your own yeah. well being and so. It get, I think it just then I think there's a difference between um, being selfish and like self love, and so sometimes you to in order to lo- take care of yourself you just have to do that and if it comes across as selfish, then yeah. it does. But you know, at the end of the day, you gotta look out for you. Are you happy? Like, are yeah. you okay? Um, because in those dark moments, in like the dark moments I have, they're not gonna be there with you. So you know, right. Yes. Make sure Good that you, point. That you are protecting. You have to protect your space. Mm-hmm. So, like that is my thing. Like, I can. I, I still love you, but I'm gonna have to love you from a distance. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's good. That yeah, when you're in it, you're in it alone. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only one in your head. So right. You gotta keep that space clean and healthy. Yeah. All to, like keep it all together yourself. Well, I think we've covered a lot of good points. Do you have anything else you would like to add? One, we're all winging it. That's how yes. I that's my yeah. also, That's also my other motto for the year, too, is we're <laughs> all winging it. Even my therapist said it. She was like, at the end of the day, we're all winging it. <laughs> like, yeah. we don't know what we're doing. We're just going out there. And she said some people may put it out there really, really pretty, but really, <laughs> there, it's a terrible mess yeah so you can't worry about all that you just have to do what makes you happy take the time for yourself um and then I think 
finding that community and sharing your story helps too. Yes. You can help others and you can get inspiration or mm-hmm. just find somebody else to lean on. So, mm-hmm. but you got to get there. You don't have to do it all in one day either. It doesn't all happen overnight. You just take your time and do it. Mm-hmm. As long as you're making that progress and you see yourself. And that's another thing I would encourage people to like to journal, not necessarily journal, like full on journal, but like make notes. And so you, that yeah. you can look back and see your growth. Mm-hmm. where you come from so it's all good I think you brought you touched on a good point is that uh, I know a lot of people have like a problem with comparison especially on Instagram and I think what I just for whatever reason just was able to just stop doing that just like that mm-hmm. I think my comparison comes more from work um, because mm-hmm. I work for myself and so I don't have that um boss or someone over me who's like can tell me oh good job or where's when is this going to be done or whatever so for me it's it'll be like uh success business or success wise is where my comparison comes in so it doesn't present as harshly I think as girls who are like scrolling through Instagram like why don't I look like that why don't I have this many followers why don't I have this because I it presents differently for me I certainly don't have it all together but (laughs) it just presents differently. I do get right. comparison, but it's it's a different level. Um, but I think when you're, uh, if you can stop comparing yourself, that's just gonna help you. Yeah, <laughs> and I just... have. I've had to unfollow some some people that I was getting into that comparison game with. I just mm-hmm. had to unfollow so I wouldn't see that or like be reminded of that. Because for me, <laughs> being thirty two, um, I'm, I'm been... thirty two. Yeah. I've never been in a relationship before and I do have that desire to be married. And so I see all these happy couples and they're like my friends getting married. Cause it's literally like pretty much all of my friends are like married and starting yeah. kids. And so it's like, man, is that ever going to happen for me? And so I get into that comparison trap thing. Yeah. Um, and then, or just seeing like pretty models, like scrolling through mm-hmm. Instagram, but um, I don't know who told me this or maybe I read it as a quote. Um, but they were saying like, whatever, whenever you see somebody like a pretty post or something, you don't know what it took for them to get there and you don't know what right. goes on behind the scenes. Like you can't say, oh, I'll envy that or something like that. Cause you don't know what it took for them to get there. Yeah. Um, oh, I did find, so I posted this earlier. I don't know if you saw this mm-hmm. quote, but it says it's from female hustlers and it says, I don't care who I lose anymore. As long as I don't lose myself again, I'm good. Yes. So that's good. I'm glad I thought about that because I love that quote. Because mm-hmm. when I think about like all like the friendships and stuff and just the triggers like from last year, I don't want to go back to that place. So right, focusing yeah. on self care all the way. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a good point too. You just keep bringing them up. Is that <laughs> once you've been in therapy for let's say a year, over a year, like I have, like you have, you get to a point where you're like, I'm never going back. Yeah to who I was before like I don't ever want to be in that spot of like like more common or frequent dark days or not knowing myself not recognizing my feelings or communicating my feelings and like I don't zero desire right (laughs) to go back to that like all you want to do is go forward and continue to like improve on yourself and like that's a huge motivator when you have been able to like come out the other side of something yeah, and you can like live your life each day knowing 
who you are and where you're at. Like, right. It's it's gonna do nothing but help you and right. <laughs> continue to motivate yeah. you and inspire you. You can be your own inspiration. Right. I'm not above that or below that. <laughs> like, you can do that. Yeah. I know, and I did want to say um, another thing. I know people will say the cost of therapy can keep them out of it. Um, when I started seeing my therapist, I actually called her boss from the website from Psychology Today. Uh-huh. She wasn't taking any more clients, but my therapist was an intern because she was a grad student Ooh. when I started seeing her. So I got to see her for $25 a week. And so, wow. yeah. And so then when she graduated, um, I had like a month it was supposed to be just a month. It ended up being like a two-month time where I couldn't, she couldn't practice until she got uh-huh. her papers. That was horrible, by the way. <laughs> so many things happened. But anyway, um, when she came back, she just grandfathered me in at that price. Oh, wow. And I've been at that price until now Now that she's at the new place. They just have yeah. to charge more. So that's why I'm seeing her every other week instead. Um, but still, it's only 50 now. So I'm paying essentially the same price a month. I'm just only seeing her twice a month. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to say that because there are therapists, you know, you can see a grad student if you're fine right. with that. And they're either going to be good or they aren't, just right. like a regular therapist. Really, you just need somebody to talk to. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to keep seeing somebody if you're not comfortable talking right. to them. So there are options, um, affordable options. There are therapists who take insurance, you know, some people, like you were mentioning, have it through their job. So, like, there are yeah. options yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, to make it more affordable because I certainly can't afford like right. her, her boss at the other place it was 150 an hour oh. and I'm like lord who has oh. that money you know what I can do with 150 dollars <laughs> a week like come on that's like what 600 dollars a month oh. if you're going four weeks like what like yeah. that's you got you you gotta really mean it if you're going yeah. to pay that to go to therapy. And I know some people do. Um, but yeah, so there it's definitely can be affordable. There are so many options. And if you've had something happen to you, something traumatic, um, you've been abused or something like that, there's also a lot of free resources. Yes. And out grief there. counseling too. I had to I Yeah. Too. Um so yeah. So there's just all you have to do is Google it. Just Google yeah. your area and what you're looking for. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of options out there. You don't have to pay $600 a month. Right. Or even 400 a month. Like, you can find someone. So. And, to, and to calm some more nerves, just from since I work in HR, but even if you, if you work in an organization that has an EAP, don't be afraid to reach out to HR to get that number um, once they give you that number, they know nothing else. They don't know if you're using it. They don't know if your husband is using it or anything. We do. I know that we do do not keep any of that information, like even in reportings. I think the reportings just come back as in 10 employees used it, but there's no names, right. there's nothing. So um, I think that that's kind of helped me back too before I first started was, man, my job is going to know that I need to see somebody, but nope, they don't know. Yeah. So, I think the more open people are about it, the more you'd find out that more people go, yeah. I think. Which I don't know. I mean, some people are just private about those things, and that's yeah. fine. But there's really no reason to feel like you need to be ashamed of it or anything like yeah. that. Because even therapists go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's we're true. all 
like you said, we're all just winging it. Everybody needs somebody. Yeah. Oops. Everybody needs to talk to totally somebody. Agree. Yes. So. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like we could have went on for like days and days and days. Because <laughs> I feel so adamant about it now that I've done it. And so now yeah. others that feel the same way or have dark days like we do, like there's help. There, there's help out there. You don't um, have don't to be, do it don't be exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you. I'm going to stop recording us now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wait. No, I'm not. Where can people keep up with you? Um, you can find people. me on Instagram at Leela Southern Charm. That's L-E-L-I-A-S-S-O-U-T-H-E-R-N-C-H-R-M. Did I spell that right? I think so. Um, yeah, just find me there. All right. Okay, now I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Uh-huh. Thank you so much for listening. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and leave a rating for the podcast. You can find me at Midwest Jess Official on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and at MidwestJessOfficial.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day.